At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. podcast, Future Itch. Um, my name is Barbara Ginty, and I'm a CFP and your host, and welcome to Wine Wednesday. So um, just getting a little caught up here for Wine Wednesday. So we did not make the Instagram live. I took a week off, but this is going to be, so just a recording today for the Wine Wednesday. But I thought what would be fun is to go over a C, what a CFP is. For those who have been listening, I always say that I'm a certified financial planner but I haven't really talked about in a while what it is. And I was recently asked, what is a CFP? So I thought I would explain. A CFP um, is a professional designation, um, similar to how uh, people get a professional designation in tax or invest, uh, investment and finance, which would be a CFA. And we have a really great download for you on our website where you can see the overview of, you know, I would I would like to say the three most popular designations. And we call that the three C's. And you can get that on our website, futurerichpodcast.com. And that will go over for you um, basically the difference between a CFP, a CPA, and a CFA, and what those designations mean and when you would use one, which I think is critical. So on the podcast, we talk about personal finance, which is the most relevant um, most relevant designation for that is going to be the CFP, which is what I am. And it is a beast of a process to become a certified financial planner, which is why um, for women in the industry, there just aren't as many women CFPs when you look at the percentages versus um, the overall financial advisor market. And I think that's because it's really hard to get. So essentially, the overseer of the CFP is the CFP board. They own the designation. You have to go through them to get approved um, to be a CFP. And so essentially, some of the requirements are you have to have a four-year degree. You need to have completed the CFP um, certificate work, uh, coursework, and that is made up of 
depends on when you took it. When I took it, I believe it was made up of six courses. I would have said I would never forget how many courses it was because it was so hard, but I think it was six courses and I can't remember if it was five courses, six courses or seven courses. But essentially you took each of these college level courses. At the end of it, you had a test. When you passed that, you could go on to the next class. After you passed all of the tests, so for all of the coursework for each individual class, you then took a cumulative exam, which is the CFP exam. And that was an in-person exam. Uh, there was a written component of it. It was The rest of it was multiple choice and it was given over two days and it was proctored and it was only given uh, three times a year. That test was a beast. It was four hours the first session and six hours the second session. So it was a Friday and Saturday exam. So it was a 10 hour exam, let me tell you. That is a long exam and that is a lot of studying in order to pass that exam. And obviously, as you can imagine, there isn't a high pass rate, which is fine. Um, I think that's good because you don't want it to be easy and everyone's passing. So I, I am glad that they have a high bar. Then in addition to the four-year degree, the CFP coursework, those courses I mentioned that all have exams as well, the cumulative exam, which is when I took it, it was an in-person two-day exam. They have now made it a bit more accessible. It is available all the time and they have made it a six-hour exam. So it cut out four hours, pretty substantial change. You then have to have the experience um, in financial planning before you can use the designation. So to give you an example, I passed my exam but didn't have enough work experience to use my designation because I had previously worked on Wall Street and on Wall Street, I was not working with individuals' money or giving financial planning advice. Uh, so it, they didn't count any of my time working on Wall Street. So I had to meet uh, the experience requirement even after having earned the CFP, I wasn't allowed to use it until I had enough um, of the hours required. You also then need to meet an ethics requirement. Um, all CFPs are fiduciaries and you have to adhere to the ethics and standards of the CFP board or your designation would be revoked. In addition to that, now once you do that, you have the CFP designation, you can use it and to continue to keep it and keep it up to date, you need to do 30 credits of continuing education every two years. And within those 30 credits, you need to do two hours of ethics. So they have a big emphasis, which I think is fantastic on ethics and having a high standard when uh, working with individuals with their personal finances. That was the So the whole reason I chose to go and get the CFP designation is, in my opinion, it was the gold standard um, in, if you want it to be in personal finance. And I wanted to make sure that I got the gold standard so that when people looked at me or researching me or considering working with me, they knew I took the time to go ahead and get the I would say at the time, one of the hardest uh, designations for personal finance. Now, in our industry, there are so many designations. Um, so I'm only going to talk about the CFP today. There are other great designations, but the CFP really focuses on uh, financial planning and is a great foundation um, to get started in financial planning. So besides the CFP, there are the CPA and a CFA, also in, all in financial services, CPA, usually is uh, an accountant. CFA is usually working for an investment company and doing, you know, putting together portfolios more on a granular level with the investments. Um, and But you can find out more about all the designations on our website with our free download. And I wanted to let you all know, anyone that's interested, I am doing a coaching program for women who are interested in becoming uh, financial advisors. It is a 
we are just closing out our pilot program. There may be one, maybe two spots left in our pilot program. So if you're listening to this, this is Wednesday, the 25th. If you are interested, shoot us a DM immediately. We are closing um, the pilot program on Friday, um, which would be the 27th. And we will be doing another one. So if you want to get on the wait list for the next one, you can sign up for the wait list if there are no more spots available. So once again, if you're interested in becoming a financial advisor yourself, doesn't mean you need to be a CFP, just if you're interested in the industry in general, we are doing a pilot program. We are accepting one to two more spots by Friday, the 27th. Uh, if their spots are all taken, we're going to be doing another program. So if you're interested, please shoot us a DM on Instagram at Future Rich Podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.